today's episode, we have Basha Dernis, a two-part episode. And in part two, we are going to talk about the differences in Qijong and how it affects your body, zodiac signs, and various other things that I found very interesting while chatting to Basha Dernis. Welcome, you're listening to Sansish. Where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine. To become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Aaron O'Dowd. Describe a bit about the zodiac and a since we're in the year of the horse, what does that mean? Oh, goodness. Okay, we are in the year of the wood horse. There are five elements in Chinese, in the Chinese perspective, which is also Chinese medical Qigong is not just something that is, it, although it is practiced by masters, it's actually lived by everyone. And it is something that's been around for over 5,000 years. So through this observation of nature, um, we have this system has been created. So there are the 12 zodiacal signs. And we are in the year of the horse. There are five elements. The elements are uh, wood. They are fire. They are earth, metal, and water. So the last two years, we were in the water element. We were in the water dragon, and then we were in the water snake. Now we are in the wood horse. So what is a horse? Horse is, it's, it's, it's a time of progression. A horse is a worker, yes, but a horse also moves forward. So it is a time of forward movement. But because it is a wood horse, it also is very important that we practice flexibility. Because if we do not, a tree that cannot bend with the wind will break. So it's important that we practice flexibility. The element of wood is also assigned to the liver in our body. So it also is about the liver element itself, which is anger, jealousy, rage, things of that nature. So these are some of the things that may be coming up for people, either on a planetary scale where one country has a covetedness or an envy of another country, but it also comes up on a very personal scale where we may be doing this with others also. We may covet what someone else has or be jealous of it, or anger may arise for us. So what do we do with that? Well, in the understanding that the reason that things arise is so that they can be healed, we can then say, oh, within myself, Within myself, I have anger. It's not that someone else made me angry. They did not make me angry. They simply did something, performed an act that pushed an anger button inside of us. It's like someone once said, you know, I may know how to push your buttons, but I didn't install them, <laughs> meaning that they were there already. So if someone 
someone finds them, our reaction, rather than being the instant reaction of needing like with like, our reaction, if we can take a breath, just take a breath and come back in and say, thank you so much for pushing my button. I did not realize I had it. And then now we can work on ourselves to release that. So this time and next year is also going to be a wood year because the year is also that this will happen for two years in the wood element. So what is happening because we are able to um, have this experience of, of uncovering what is within us that needs greater kindness because the liver which is part of the wood element is also kindness it's also being in charge as compared to being in control when we attempt to be in control of something we can lose control just like the horse as it's running as it's running it can go out of control but and we can lose control of that horse very easily you know, if someone is riding a horse, if they're not in charge of the horse, then they can lose control of it. So it's very much like that for us this year. We are here unfolding into this year and using it as a tool for ourselves to see where we need to change and shift. On a health level, this may be a time for us to pay greater attention to make sure that our body is flexible, meaning that we are also working on the connective tissues in our body, making sure we get enough water, because water is what nourishes the wood element. Without water, plants cannot grow. So making sure that we have enough water in our bodies, making sure that we stretch enough, making sure that we are working to uh, create very supple joints in our body because this is the time it just it, it becomes magnified for both healing and this easement so people may be finding that they're not as flexible not only in in how they react in life but in their physical body so it's time to do some flexibility whether that for someone is stretching or yoga or whatever whatever it may be there are different or or, or working with with some of the qigong modalities um working with tai chi things of that nature so that so that we maintain a flexible physical body and we take the opportunity of this time to actually heal and maybe even in some respects reverse the aging process if we are conscious enough that we can regenerate our body then we can not only maintain but we can actually reverse some of the aging processes because many of us are in the uh from the baby boomer generation as i am myself um and so it's important that we uh, remember what it was like when we were young and our bodies were supple and flexible we can recreate that for ourselves. It's a great time to do that in. Does a person with that zodiac sign, do they represent those characteristics as well? 
Yes, we do represent those characteristics as well. Horses are also very smart, unlike um, and and very instinctive in nature. So a person who is born in the year of the horse is going to have absolutely many many of those uh, properties that 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 will be flowing through. Again, though, because the pendulum can swing in one direction and in the other, we also have to we have to look at both. The, um, the aspects that are really unfolding for us. We always like to look at the good stuff, right? We yeah. don't necessarily want to look at the parts of ourselves that are not <clears throat> as positive. You know, I, I once read um, and that if all the zodiacal signs, no matter which zodiacal um, school we are looking at, have all of these amazing things, then where did the crappy people in our lives come from? <laughs> You know, the people who are not quite as as aware. And that's just because we have we have both sides. So we, we have to look at both the light and the dark. We have these aspects within ourselves, the light and the dark. In fact, we can call the emotions that are what Chinese um, call acquired emotions of of anger, of, of hatred, of fear, of loneliness, of worry, of sadness, and grief. These are all acquired emotions um, that we have, that we've been conditioned into and acquired after we were born. But the prenatal emotions, the ones of love and compassion and courage and wisdom and intuition and kindness, those are the ones that are natural to us. And we will tap into all of those. So yes, whatever, whatever, just as with the, with the um, Western zodiacal, um, where we have, you know, our, our different signs, um, you know, Taurus and, and, and um, we're, we're in Scorpio right now. Um, so we have, we have the signs of, the Chinese will also have the, the year of the snake, the year of the horse, the year of the monkey, the year of the boar, um, and and they have um, they have their own expressions. So we do want to look at that as well. I think I feel that that com- everything complements itself. You know, I became um, a religious science minister many many years ago. Um, science of mind and. Um, one of the things that we speak about in Science of Mind is that we draw, uh, we attract to ourselves that which we think about, that which we speak about. So, but we also need to look at the at, at the part of our own nature that we're, how is it that we draw challenges into our lives? What part of my nature is that? And that may be part of our zodiacal nature. If let's say we are a Pisces, which is the which is the dual fish, and and how deeply do we go into those um, um, into those waters of emotions, and 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 how deeply do we experience those as compared to how how uh, how how lightly we experience them um, when we're closer to the surface of the water where where it's freer so uh, you know it's we can it's it's all within our own nature everything is within our own nature and knows as we speak about the infra dimensions um meaning that because we are we are dimensional multi-dimensional beings we live both in the 
third dimension and as we raise our vibratory frequencies where really most people on the planet are already living in the high third dimension and in the low fifth dimension because we're making the transition dimensionally but in order to make that transition we also need to look at the infra dimensions that structure that is that is below us that holds our own um, spirits of trauma that holds our own what we would consider to be dark nature but it's really not a dark nature what it is is that there are parts of us that have been so traumatized that that's where they live because that's what they know and then if we can shed light on there and say oh i am so sorry that you are hurting so badly let me bring you back into my heart it's as if though a part of our soul had splintered and it is living somewhere other than than where our physical body is or our physical consciousness is so we need to go deeper to bring that back up you talk about the golden age just explain about a bit about that and the last question would be if you could tell somebody that is new to this something that is valuable what would it be okay very good well in the golden age of humanity it is the golden age of peace and prosperity that has been we will say promised us we have gone through many many ages every 2000 years is a the bimillennium shifts our zodiacal calendar the large zodiacal calendar so we came out of the age of pisces which in, into the age of aquarius so we came out of the age of water into the age of air the element of air the element of air allows for a great clearing to take place of the emotions that the age of Pisces brought up. Prior to the age of Pisces, we were in the age of, of, of Aries, prior to that in the age of Taurus. And if we look at, at, at our um, history, written history, we will see where when we were coming into the age of, of um the ram the age of, of aries we were coming out of the worshiping of the golden bull in other words we were coming out of worshiping in, in religion they say it that way um, but we were coming out of the age of taurus where where that where that was represented so there was this worshiping on a, on, on nature cycles um or or honoring let's use that word on nature cycles then we came into the age of aries which is the age of of the ram which became the age of the sheep uh which the shepherds quote unquote um saw foresaw the coming of the christ child um, who ushered in the age of Pisces, the age of water. So, and then, and then religions grew up out of that. And, and, and even the fish is even a symbol for religion, a religious symbol because of how we went, because, because we went through these cycles that are, that are governed by something greater than ourselves. These are these celestial cycles, the zodiacal cycle. So now we are in the age of Aquarius, even though the avatar of the age of Pisces did not bring in the golden age, he foretold the golden age. 
he laid out a plan, so to speak, of living in community, which is also emotions, living in community, living in harmony, um, water, living in community, harmony with each other. So there was a foretelling of the next thing to come, which is this next age, the golden age, just as he was foretold that he was coming, just as the Buddha was foretold when he was coming. You see, all of the great avatars have been foretold that they would be coming to affect and they did they held great great energy very great energy but they are also all something that we know as the ascended masters the ascended masters say we have not we are not masters over anything or anyone we have mastered the physical we are your elder brothers and sisters and we are here to help you so now you know, we have been foretold of this second coming. Well, the second coming is not an avatar per se, and it is not one individual as it had been in a manner of speaking through the other ages, just as Quetzalcoatl was foretold. You know, we, we, if we go back in history, there have been, there've been all of these foretellings of the different ages as they have come in. But this age, the foretelling of the golden age of humanity is that we are the second coming. Everyone on the planet is that second coming as we awaken our own consciousness and raise our own vibration. We naturally create a world of peace and harmony and abundance because we realize that these Darwinist theories of lack and how they have been practiced to control people are not, not the reality of who we are. We recognize that we are self-governing being. There is, um, I am a minister and I do study many religions. This one happens to be from the uh, uh, Judeo-Christian, live in the world and be not of it. And what it means is that, yes, we are here in physical bodies because we have things to work on. If we didn't, we would not have come into physical body. But we have things to work on, so we are here. But we do not have to live our life in strife. We can live our life <coughs> from an inner place of peace and harmony. And we... Pardon me. It's okay. It's okay. From that, <coughs> thank you. It will be edited. I know. Thank you. <laughs> and we, from this inner place of peace and harmony within ourselves, mirror that out into to others. And as we mirror that out to others, they begin to get that reflection. They begin to realize that that is within themselves as well. Just as when we spoke of pushing buttons that are generally the ones that of anger and, and, and or sadness or whatever that may be, those buttons that are being pushed within us of reactiveness, we can also take that power, our own power, our own energy back and we can stay within that place of ourselves, of the higher vibration. And when I am in that place within myself, I am sending that energy to others. And I am pushing their buttons too. But I'm pushing their good buttons. I'm pushing their buttons of love and compassion. I'm pushing their buttons of wisdom and knowledge. You see? 
So this is how we then get to shift and change the planet, the world. As we work on ourselves, we can change the planet. And this is the time. This is the second coming of, of, the, of the awakening of what is known as the Christos, which is an energetic light within our own inner heart chambers. It, does, it is not owned by a religion by any means. It is simply something that is within us. And the more that we awaken the light within us, the more our light shines, the bigger our light becomes, the more we allow others to shine theirs, and the bigger theirs becomes. And this is really how we are shifting the world. This is how we are shifting the planet. Now, that is not something that is always easy to do because we were born into physical embodiment, because we have our hurts, because we have our challenges, and we also came here to heal them. We have our own spirits of trauma, so we're here to heal that. If we recognize that we are here to heal that, then we are able to unfold into a higher, deeper place within ourselves and for humanity. So how do we do that? Chinese medical Qigong teaches a very specific process, which I find to be extremely simple, yet one of the most effective processes we could ever do for ourselves. When I have a reaction, whether I'm driving and someone cuts me off and I have a reaction, it resides somewhere in my physical body. There is a place in which that reaction resides. Or whether someone has said something that is not complimentary and I become quote-unquote hurt or saddened by it, there is a place within my physical body that that resides. And it resides as a sensation. Literally resides as a sensation. And whether that sensation resides in my toe, or in my eye, or in my throat, or somewhere else within my body, many of the sensations will reside in the navel area, in the solar plexus area. Most of the sensations reside in that area. But that is not to say that that's automatically where we go. We want to actually say, okay, I just became angry. Where does anger reside in my body? Oh, it resides on the right side of my lower belly. Then we say, okay, what does that energy, because it is only energy, we feel this sensation. If it had a shape, what shape would it be? It could be a circle, it could be a ball, it could be a square, it could be a rock. If it had a color, what color would it be? It could be gray or red or blue or black or whatever, the myriad of color. If it had a texture, what texture would it be? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it sticky? So then, with our consciousness, with our mind, and we can say it out loud, or we can just say it in our mind, as we focus on that area, and we focus on that energetic, let's say, 
ball that is about six inches in diameter that's blue and yellow and green and gray that's sticky and tacky oh you are only energy soften and flow dissolve disperse and dissipate we speak to it energy cannot be destroyed energy can only change form the objective is to dissolve disperse dissipate that energy by asking it by telling it you are energy you can change form soften and flow dissolve disperse and dissipate and allow it to move through our body as it needs to until it is fully and completely dissolved and dispersed now the reason that i say allow it to move through the body as it needs to is because if i tell it which way to move then i am taking care of only that very specific let's say anger but there are many other angers residing in my body so as that anger is moving it can literally flow through to other parts of my body where anger is also stagnated where it's residing and it can take that as well and then it can leave my body and my energetic field and then i feel so much better and then that button will no longer be able to be pushed because it has been fully and completely dissolved. And it doesn't matter what emotion it is. It can be fear. It can be jealousy. Again, it can be sadness. It can be a lack of self-trust. It can be stress. It can be anxiety. It can be nervousness. Whatever it is, it can be worry. We can literally soften and flow, dissolve, disperse and dissipate this energy out of our body it may take five minutes it can take 45 minutes but if we are willing to take the time to heal ourselves we can heal ourselves this is a wonderful wonderful tool and for those who feel like well i don't really see colors or i don't see things you can sense if you sense it, you will sense, where in my body am I just not right? Then tell that area, soften and flow, dissolve, disperse and dissipate and leave my body. We have the ability of being our own healers. In fact, we are our own healers. So we work. And, and just because it may be a pretty color doesn't mean that it's the right color for us. In fact, unless it's clear or white, it's not necessarily um, holding the highest vibratory energy. That is an amazing a piece of information to provide to myself and to the audience. And um, Basha, thank you very much for taking your time and sharing experiences, knowledge, stories, ideas, and um, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Blessings to you, and I honor you greatly for who you are as a divine light being upon the planet and the light that you shed and the information that you share with others that helps to awaken. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. 
If you want to learn more, check out sansiche.com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T.com. Join Sansiche Group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time, have an awesome day and rock on.